What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the Fast and Flow podcast. I'm your host, Fast and Flow, otherwise known as Katherine Kelly. You're running Festy, a New York City-based long-distance runner, certified personal trainer, and certified run coach, and I also work in corporate strategy at a fitness company, so we are all things fitness over here. Today, I want to talk about how you can't expect to PR in every single race and how that mentality can actually be negative to your performance, to your happiness, and just to your overall running career or whatever type of workout you do. Like you can't expect to PR every single time you go out there. And also even in a broader aspect from just running, like you can't expect to have your best day every single day and continually get better. Like I know we've all heard this a million times, but progress isn't linear and every single thing that you do teaches you something Um, but obviously that's just like easier said than done to internalize and so I wanted to talk about that because it especially hits hard to home since last weekend on Sunday I ran a 5k that was the exact same time that I ran a year ago and you guys know how much training I've put in between then and now so it is really frustrating when it's like oh my god like you know that trending audio that's going around that's like all that work and what did it get me? That's literally what I felt like. Um, But there were a lot of factors leading up to the day um, that I ran the 5k last weekend that I just kind of knew it wasn't going to be a PR. And that was really, really playing with my mental state. So I just want to talk about that. Um, But obviously, first, let's dive into a little life update. This morning, I actually recorded a podcast with Jen Lauren. It was so much fun. Um, she does TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. She does a lot of like wellness content. She actually just started getting into running. She started her own run club for runners who have literally never run before in their lives. Like, I think that's so cool. I went to her apartment this morning. She had a whole setup, like a ring light, a video camera, two different laptops, two different microphone setups, and she's going to edit everything together. Like, it just gave me so much respect for how much behind the scenes work goes into actually like producing producing really high quality content like now I just have a, a much better appreciation for it as the viewer as a viewer you never you know would think about watching a tv show or a youtube video or just something quick on instagram um you wouldn't think about how much work and editing went into the back end um and I'm not saying it's like some sort of rocket science that I couldn't figure out how to do or you couldn't figure out how to do I'm just saying like the dedication to truly putting your best foot forward in everything that you do and just making it very high quality is so admirable to me. And it really um, invigorated me to step up my own content. I really do want to start YouTube soon, but I have just like really made the determination that I cannot do that while I'm also working a corporate job because it would just stretch me way too thin. So I think big things coming in the next year, a lot of shifts, obviously, that I've been alluding to. I mean, I'm very open with you guys. There's no special information. Like I work a corporate job right now that takes up pretty much all of my time and energy. Um, And so all these things that I do, Instagram, TikTok, podcast, um, all my running stuff, being a running coach, soon to come. Um, It's all just like my side hobbies, Um, you know, so it it's coming along but the podcast this morning really just invigorated me I've actually felt like for the past couple weeks I felt a little bit mentally drained the stuff that I'm working on in my corporate job is very monotonous at the moment like it's very tedious and time consuming it's not necessarily difficult so it's, it's kind of a weird combination of things because it's not necessarily like working my brain in a super active way it's just super tedious and time consuming and we're rebuilding a lot of old excel models um, which we have to do and I'm so excited like that they're updated now and it's going to be so much easier going forward but it's like that process of like rebuilding old models is so tedious and making sure everything ties and just like messing up one formula and having to go back and like figure out where the break in the system is so it is a little bit challenging but I 
super happy today's Friday. I do really need to get a good night of sleep tonight. I feel like I've actually had very good recovery the past two days because I got my period two days ago. I'm telling you guys, the week leading up to my period, no matter what I do, even if I'm sleeping for eight, nine hours, my recovery won't go above like 40, 50%, which is super frustrating. But I do also think that's something that like played into me racing the 5K right before I got my period and just kind of like being really negative in my headspace. But anyway, let's get into just talking about the episode because I actually, it actually is Friday. I know I recorded last Friday. I'm recording again this Friday just because it's easier. Like Brett's not here. So there's just no extra like noise or anything in the apartment right now because he's at work. So it's easier for me to just like sit down for 30 minutes on Friday. I also feel like during the week, like my brain is much more locked into like thinking logistically about things and it's like easier to record. Whereas like on the weekends, I feel like my brain just wants to go out the window and take a little mental break. So I've been liking these Friday recordings just took Lucy for a walk. I actually um, ran into one of my followers. Her name's also Catherine. We've been messaging on Instagram. So it was so funny to run into her. It's a beautiful day today. So sunny, 45 degrees, no wind, absolutely gorgeous. And she said she recognized me because I was walking with Lucy. So she didn't even recognize me. She recognized Lucy, which is so iconic. I freaking love that. I'm not sure if she's a podcast listener, but if she is, um, Catherine, if you're out there, DM me if you listened. Um, But that was so sweet. I love just like running into people. It literally makes my entire day when people are like fast and flow um it's happened to me a couple times um a couple other times this week in central park for other people on a run so that's just awesome and it's so cool and so iconic (laughs) it's just the fact that someone recognized lucy made my whole day but anyway getting into the bulk of the episode which is that not every race is going to be a pr right? A personal record, PB, personal best, whatever you guys call it. Like not every race you're going to run your fastest time. And I think that's a hard thing to grapple with because it's like, well, then why are we training? Why are we putting in all this work to train if we're not going to run our fastest time? And they're kind of, first of all, there are two ways that I think about this. Cause it's like, okay, well, if I can't, if like I hit a plateau at a certain point in the marathon or like maybe after I have kids or when I'm older or something like that, if I can't like get another PR, does that mean I'm going to stop running marathons? Does that mean I'm going to stop loving running? Like, and it's a really difficult question to grapple with. Cause it's like, well then why do I run? Do I run to push myself to keep on getting better? Yes. Is part of that getting faster? Yes. But that's not all of it. And so it's like, you really have to kind of boil it down to, well, why am I doing this? Why am I here? And I think there are two types of ways that like I go into a race day specifically. One is I am looking to PR this race. Like I've put in very, like rigorous training, I followed a plan and I'm really looking to crush it. That's one. And then two is I just want to enjoy this race. I want to have fun. Maybe it's in a new location. Maybe it's a race I've done a couple times and I'm just running it with a friend. You never know. Like for example, me for New York Marathon later this year, I qualified. I'm going to run the marathon. I actually just signed up um, so expensive, even if you qualify. Um, but I signed up, I'm going to be pacing one of my friends. We're going to be going, you know, probably around a 4:30 marathon. And I'm truly going to soak in every minute of that. Enjoy the entire day, like just soak it all up to the fullest. And that's going to be a completely different experience for me. Um, and I'm super excited for that. And that's kind of a situation where it falls into the second bucket of like, I'm not looking to PR that race. I'm looking to do it for another reason. So I'm not going into it, like trying to gas it. I'm just trying to have fun. Um, so there's, there's two different types of racing, right? Like you don't have to necessarily go and 
kill it. You can have a different reason that you're going to run. Maybe it's just for enjoyment. Maybe you are raising money for charity. Maybe it's your first race. Maybe you're running with a friend. Maybe you're visiting a new country and you wanted to do a race there, but you're not necessarily like running it for time. I don't know. There's a lot of different reasons that you would enter into a race environment. Um, but I'm specifically talking about like when you're going out there and, and trying to race and trying to beat your previous time, that's that's what I'm talking about, right? So you have to set the intention of first, what am I trying to do here? I'm super big on intentions because the last thing you want to do is say, hey, um, okay, well, like maybe I'll try. And then you're like not fully committed and then you don't do your best and then you're mad at yourself for not trying harder. But it's like, but you didn't really want to, you know, PR in the first place. You just wanted to have fun. So why didn't you just allow yourself to have fun? Like it's really important to set the intention and set the goal going into any race, any workout, any anything, any run. I always set the intention of what I'm trying to do. And I feel like it's made my running a lot more enjoyable because on easy run days, I'm like, just vibe out, run 10 minute pace, run easy. And then on workout days, I'm really trying to dial it in and like really give it my all. And so it helps me stay focused and really keep in mind what the objective of that day and that run is. So you can run, you can race for many different reasons. It doesn't necessarily have to be to break a time or something like that is the point that I'm trying to make. But for this episode specifically, I am talking about those races where you're trying to break your previous time, right? Like you purposely, you're purposely going in there and you're trying to break your previous record, your PR. And I think that that is, first of all, a super valiant goal to have, because I think it's really easy to kind of sit in a place of like comfort like you want to be comfortable you don't want to let yourself down so you don't even set a goal that's a lot more comfortable than setting a goal and letting yourself down that's a really uncomfortable feeling but I think it's a much more valiant and like prideful way to hold yourself and like just setting big goals because you can because you're alive and because you're healthy and because you can like that's really amazing um and it's okay to fail like I feel like I'm just still unraveling this preconceived notion I've had about failure that it like makes you like lesser than makes you weak. It doesn't. I actually think it's so incredibly strong when people are out there saying their goals, voicing their goals, like manifesting their goals and sharing it with people. And then they fail and they're like, you know, that's okay. It's part of the process. We'll get back up. We'll try again. Wow, that to me is so inspirational. Like, I don't know if you guys follow Natasha Ocean, but she's an incredible YouTuber. She's got like a million followers on YouTube. She is incredible. She's done an Ironman. She's currently training for a hundred mile race and she's attempted the race three times and failed every single time. She made a YouTube video with the three failures and they were months apart. So she's been filming for a while um, and she actually still hasn't completed it. It's not even like she waited until she completed it to then go back and say oh yeah retroactively like look at all the struggle I went through but I came out um victorious on the other side she still hasn't completed the distance but she went she went ahead and uploaded the video anyway and to me I'm like damn like that is first of all true confidence in yourself in your abilities in yourself as a person to just know that your worth is not dictated by your race times her worth is not dictated by her being able to complete that 100 mile race even if she never does it it doesn't diminish her worth as a human being right but she wants to do it and she's going to keep doing it. And I think it's like super cool that she shared it before she even has completed it. Like that's crazy to me. It's way easier to talk about things that you failed at once you've come out the other side. It's not easy to talk about it when you're still in it. And that's where you guys are kind of seeing me. I'm sharing my goals in real time. I'm sharing my training in real time. I'm sharing my successes and failures in real time. And that's just part of it. Like I'm not always going to PR and and that's okay. And I have to just get used to that. And so do you. Um, but anyway, going to this 5k race, like I'm not good at short distance. Like let's just call it, let's, let's call a spade a spade. I'm not 
that good at short distance. There are two reasons for that. One is that I haven't practiced it that much. And two is that I'm not as interested in it. And I think it's okay to say that. Like, I think that you don't have to be like interested in every single in running every single distance or like playing every single sport or whatever like you can have the things that you like to do and just go after those and like that's great like that's gonna have it's gonna come with a lot of intrinsic motivation if you're really like just naturally aligned with what you're doing um but I definitely yeah I just I feel more aligned to the half marathon marathon distance I feel you know I do think potentially down the line I would do even longer stuff like ultras, Ironmans, trail racing. Like I just truly am an endurance girl through and through at heart. It's what makes me incredibly happy. Um, but it also is a really cool challenge to get the speed in there and the shorter distance stuff in there. Um, so I think part of it is like, I just haven't given myself enough time to train. Like I've been training endurance for years now. Um, but the, like the quick stuff on the track, I really haven't done. And so it's kind of foolish of me to think I could do that for like six weeks and then just come out there and like run a really strong 5k. Like that's just not the reality of the situation. I'm going to be inconsistent from race to race because I don't practice it enough. Um, and I also really had to sit down with myself and say, well, what's stopping me? There's a couple of things. Um, I think part of the reason I don't like it is because I have a fear of going past my lactate threshold. And your lactate threshold is just where the, that pace that you're running that starts to feel really hard where um, your lactate accumulation starts to kind of spill over into your bloodstream. And that's where you're going to get like that burning sensation that's going to really cause you to have to slow down and stop. That only happens when you're running really fast. Like during, during endurance running, that's not going to happen. You're going to feel fatigued in a different way just because of like the true time on feet. Um, but you're not going to feel fatigued because you like are running your fastest ever possible pace in your body because you couldn't possibly do that and and also sustain that for a marathon so it's like it's a very different type of fatigue and endurance running and I'm very used to the type of fatigue and endurance running I have practiced that mental kind of battle and the self-talk to get through that type of fatigue but I haven't practiced the willingness to welcome that true true burning in your legs burning in your lungs just like true pain like that is so painful to me and I'm scared of it and I'm and I am scared to feel that way and I don't want to feel that way but in the in the same time I do want to feel that way because I want to get faster and so it's this really weird thing in my head that I am getting mad at myself because I feel like I should be better than this by now like I should know by now it's like why am I afraid of feeling pain it's okay I know that the pain is temporary but I am I'm afraid I don't like it I don't like feeling I don't like being in that much pain and short distance running to me is painful, like not painful in the way of like injury or anything like that. I'm just talking about like, it just hurts. It hurts to run that fast. Um, and it's a different type of feeling. And I feel like endurance running, I've been taught to just like stave off fatigue, like keep going for as long as possible. Whereas the track, it's like, give it, give, give it everything you have from the jump. And I'm not used to that. And part of me doesn't like it because I'm bad at it. Part of me doesn't like it because it's painful and, Oh, these are all hard things to admit, but you really have to sit down with yourself and think about like, what is the barrier to entry? What is stopping you from doing the thing that you really want to do? Because deep down, I really do want to get faster at the 5k and the mile, right? But like, there's this, yeah, there's this mental block of like being afraid of feeling that pain, that specific pain associated with like that lactate, the blood lactate accumulation that damn, that's painful. And you guys know what I'm talking about. Like when you just, you feel like, even if you run like 400 meters, you feel like you can't take one more step because you gave it every ounce of everything you had in your body. That feeling is different than endurance running. And so it's just going to take me time. It's going to take practice, but kind of the broader thing of like, just 
not always PRing, right? Like com- coming back to the the theme of the episode is like, it's okay to go into races and not PR, right? And I had this like massive amount of anxiety heading into this 5K, which I did not expect. Like Saturday night, I couldn't sleep all night. Guys, for the New York Marathon, I fell asleep. I was sound asleep. I was so excited. I was cruising. You know why? Because I was confident in myself. Because I was confident in my training. Because I was doing something that I just truly love to do, which is run marathons, run in New York. It's amazing. Um, And I knew I had trained for it. And I knew I trained for my pace. And I knew I deserved it because I trained for it. And I worked my ass off. But for the 5K, it's something that's like, A, it's foreign to me. B, I didn't do that much training for it. C, it was 20 degrees outside. Um, and it was super early in the morning on a Sunday and I just didn't feel like that aligned to the race. And I knew going into it, like the night before I kind of started freaking out, we were watching the Barbie movie and I was freaking out because I'm like, I know mentally I'm not in it. Like I already know mentally I'm not in it. I know physically I'm not in it. And I was almost like, do I just not run it? But I knew I would have been more upset with myself if I didn't run it. And so basically what I'm trying to say is I already knew I wasn't going to PR because I knew just, you just know, like by this time I know my body, I know my mind. I knew mentally I wasn't there. Physically, I just felt like the turnover in my legs wasn't there and I knew it wasn't going to be there. And so I knew I wasn't going to PR and it's almost, it's a weird thing when you go into a race knowing you're not going to PR, but you still want to try to give it your best shot and just see what you can do, even though you know it's not going to be a PR. And that's hard because then it's like, oh, well then why would I do it? And then that really made me kind of spiral because I was like, well then why do I do it? Why do I run? Do I only run because I think I'm going to PR and once I stop thinking I'm going to PR, I'm going to stop running. I better freaking find a better reason than that because I truly love running and I love racing and I love putting myself in that environment to challenge myself. So I think it's like just getting okay with the fact that a race doesn't, like it only means what you make it mean. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like it doesn't have to mean something super big and scary. And we're all humans. We're not robots. So I'll give you some reasons I think I didn't PR on Sunday. A, it was early in the morning. B, it was freezing cold. C, I didn't care that much about this race. That's kind of shitty to say, but I just didn't. It wasn't a big race. It wasn't like a very important race. Um, D, I don't care as much about the 5k distance as the marathon distance is what it is. Like I want to get faster at it, but I wasn't committing enough to it. E, I hadn't done enough training (laughs) to do well. F, I had drank the night before, stayed out late, stayed up late. It was my, my mom and sister's birthday. I wanted to have a good time what are we even up to? F? (laughs) Um, I was about to get my period and I couldn't recover for shit. And I felt so horrible the entire week leading up to that 5k. And I just mentally wasn't there. I don't know how else to explain it. This is not me trying to make excuses. This is me just like, this is me telling you guys like what went through my head, why I had so much anxiety, because I'm looking at A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K. I'm looking at all of those things before the race. And I'm like, I just know I'm not going to PR this race. And then I had to sit with that kind of heavy thought of like, well, then why am I doing this race? And I realized that it's okay. And me just showing up to the start line and doing the race and giving a solid effort was going to be better than me not attempting it at all. And I think that's the thing that is like, it almost takes away the pressure of it when you're like, it's okay. I'm just going to go and do it anyway. Like I'm going to do it anyway, even though I know it might not be the best. I'm just going to go and do it anyway. I think that slowly takes a little pressure off of racing in general and just like doing difficult things and putting yourself in, di- in difficult situations in general. Because if you kept pulling out of every difficult situation that you were in, unless you were absolutely certain you were going to perform perfectly, 
it would put like way too much pressure on those situations. You know what I mean? Like, so it's better to just keep pushing, keep going through and keep doing it. Just keep showing up for yourself. Um, cause I think it, eventually will just like diminish the pressure that you put on racing or just on big events um and yeah I think it's a very shared experience that like not everyone is going to PR every race like that's going to happen to all that's true for all of us it's not just me it's true for every single person like and I think it's not talked about enough honestly like it's difficult to not like hit a goal that you really really wanted to hit especially when you put it out there publicly um but in order to stop being fearful of that, you have to keep doing it. So I'm going to keep sharing my goals. I'm going to keep failing in front of you guys. Like that's just blatantly true. Like if you follow me for years, like you're going to see me fail again and again and again, and then you're going to see me succeed again and again and again. And then it kind of begs, begs a broader question of like, well, what is failure? Like, okay, well, I guess I failed that 5k in the sense that I didn't hit my time goal, but also I got out there. It was super early. I went by myself. Brett wasn't doing it. No one I knew was doing it. I just went and I did it. And Brett met me at the end, which was so sweet of him. Um, he's very, very supportive, even though I was like, you really don't have to come to this, but I got out there and I did it. And I'm telling you, I was proud of myself for that. I really would have been in a bad spot had I just like called it quits before I even attempted right like and so I'm proud of myself for following through and I think it's just like that following through regardless it's even actually probably more impressive to follow through when you know you're not going to have the best day like and I'm sure like uh, I'm sure every runner deals with this I'm sure elite runners deal with this of like knowing like okay maybe you had an injury during this cycle and you're not as you know of high of fitness but you still are going to show up to this race and give it your best shot it's like it really is this is so cliche but it really is all about giving your best on that day and your best is going to look different every single day and like as long as you give what you have you could never be disappointed in yourself you know like take away the time, take away all the numbers and all the metrics, you know, in your heart of hearts, when you give it the best effort that you have that day, and maybe mentally you're struggling, you mentally just can't get in it, but you give it the best for what you have. Maybe physically you're struggling, you physically can't get in it, your legs aren't turning over, they're not cooperating, you can't get in touch with your body. I felt very out of touch with my body, this 5k. It was very cold, I like really couldn't feel my body, it was a very weird feeling, but I gave it what I had, I gave it what I had, and how could I ever be mad about that? Um, and that's okay. And I think it's like, there are certain lessons that I'm taking away from this like quote unquote failure. Um, but one of them is that like, if you really want to succeed at something, you have to dedicate the time to it. Um, and I didn't dedicate enough time to the 5k. And like, that just blatantly is what it is. I'm running another one over the summer and like, hopefully I'll be in a, in better fitness shape by then for the faster races, but it's also after my wedding. So it's like, I don't really know. Um, you can't really be mad about things that you just didn't put in quality work for, you know, and like you can't put in quality work for everything. So you really have to pick and choose what you're going to, you know, go after. And like, that's life. And you want to be able to balance enjoying your family time, enjoying time with your partner, going out and drinking and eating whatever you want and like not really worrying about fitness and like not running on, you know, my honeymoon. I don't even know what I'm definitely going to bring sneakers because I like to explore and run, but like I'm not training during that time. So when I get back from that, starting up Chicago training is going to be a little bit of a slap in the face. I am sure. But like, I want to prioritize just spending time with my husband at that time, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, that's okay. And it's okay to not always 
be wanting to improve your fitness like it's okay to purely do things for fun um but I did want to just like touch on the fact that when you are trying to go out there and you are trying to hit a really rigorous goal you're not always going to do it and actually failing and the only way you're going to build your mental strength is through failing like that's crazy like it's easy to win. It's super easy to win. It's easy to feel good. It's not easy to lose. It's not easy to fail. It's not easy to feel bad. It's not easy to feel pain. It's not easy to do something when you really don't want to do it. That's where you're going to get strong. And I always have to remind myself, like in the moments where I feel the worst, I'm actually getting the strongest. So if you can frame it like that, like it's like, why wouldn't you go out there and just try and fail and try and fail and try and then eventually you're going to succeed. And it's going to mean so much more to me when I actually do hit this sub 19. I really wanted to hit sub 19 minutes. And I know I have the fitness to hit 19 minutes in the 5k. Like I just blatantly know that. Um, I'm scared of just like feeling the pain of doing it. But I know I have the fitness and I just need to get over it. And I need to build that mental capacity to withstand, you know, those shorter distances and the physical capacity um, and that turnover in my legs to just be a bit quicker and you can actually train yourself to like have more fast twitch muscle fibers which is crazy like there's a certain type of muscle fiber that's convertible in your body you can convert it from slow twitch to fast twitch and so like I probably just have a bunch of slow twitch muscle fibers from just the endurance which is like really going to serve me in the half marathon and the marathon but yeah it's okay you can't be good at everything and it's fine and (laughs) I really just have to let it go but I know that a lot of people just deal with this so I kind of just wanted to talk about it and just say that no matter what, I think it's always better to put yourself out there and fail than not try at all. So I hope you guys resonated with this episode. I hope you enjoyed the little Friday episode. I'm going to upload it right now, get back to work for the rest of the day. And then Brett and I are actually going to build our DJ set list tonight and pick out our first song. We're going to open a bottle of wine, order some dinner in and just vibe out in our apartment and listen to a bunch of music and make a playlist for our wedding. So that's going to be super exciting. I'm actually filming a day in the life today. So you'll see a little bit of that probably post that this weekend. But um, if you guys like this episode, definitely take a screenshot and share it on your story and tag me or DM me. It's so much fun. Um, Also, I never ask you guys to like rate or review anything, but I guess people have been because I have like 200 uh, ratings, which is wild and um, like over 60,000 downloads on the podcast. So we've been clipping. It's just super fun for me to sit here and talk to you guys. Um, You know, maybe one day I'll make it more legit. But I honestly think if I ever add a video element into my life, it's going to be YouTube. Like YouTube's my favorite thing. I talk about that all the time. But YouTube's my absolute favorite. I feel like I kind of like how the podcast, I don't have to worry about like how I look or I can just kind of give you guys my thoughts. It's nice to not have the visual element. Um, I think you can like really almost like feel more connected in a way because you don't have to worry about aesthetics. So anyway. Um, hope everyone's having a happy Friday, a happy weekend, and go out there, kill your long runs this weekend, eat a lot of food, have a lot of fun, and I love you guys, and I will talk to you in the next one. Bye.